Hello everybody, it's me, Lindsay Rogers, and welcome to episode number 21 of the Pro Wrestling Fan Vlog Podcast. Uh, so we're gonna do a little quick, I got a little something going on, I'll plan this right, but anyway, we're gonna go start off with some Twitter fun, and, and, uh, let me explain why. <laughs> it's been brought to my attention that, uh, <laughs> That uh, Davey Richards, <laughs> if you guys don't know much about him, he's a pro wrestler. Um, He's been a tag team specialist as for most of his career until something went completely, uh, went down. But anyway, <laughs> um, anyway, uh... <laughs> He's been lately being entertaining and funny and stuff, and I'll explain why. Well, because what's going on is, uh, Davey Richards, I've been starting to notice about this, but Davey Richards is, I guess, how do I say it? He somewhat, um... Not savvy within what's going on in technology and social media, unlike other some other wrestlers are. I mean, and it's and I can tell. And the reason why is, uh, Davey just <laughs> in his two tweets. Um, with his two tweets that explain about what's going on with technology. So, what happened was, the first tweet I will share to you guys is, somebody who tagged uh, Davey Richards on Twitter, which, by the way, if you do want to follow him, or not, uh, his Twitter handle is at Richards Wesley, and he says here, there, this person's and he says, I'm on TikTok now, starting all y'all with a clip from A at AAW Pro. Which, by the way, it's a it's a wrestling uh, promotion out in Chicago. Which apparently they do follow me. <laughs> um. So, if you do want to follow them, they do good at wrestling uh, shows. Those every uh, every month, and. So, um, their next show is taking place on, huh, on my brother's birthday. Nice. Nice. <laughs> anyway, um, today we just first continuing on with this tweet saying, it says, I'm on TikTok now. I'll start y'all off with a clip from at AE Pro of at Richards Wesley and at Garcia Wrestling, which is, uh, this guy, uh, Daniel Garcia. Daniel Garcia, who has been in a crazy feud against uh, CM Punk, Sting, and uh, Darby Allen, and and even Eddie Kingston and Joe Moxley. <laughs> I know it's fun. I find it a little too funny to talk about, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, um. Anyway, uh, what the heck? Oh, no. <laughs> this is too... This is... Oh, jeez. 
They look like Daniel Garcia is having a match coming soon. Soon. Next in uh, next month, October fourteenth. He's gonna be wrestling against the one and only Christopher Daniels. Oof. Anyway, so anyway, and then it says anyway, continued on the tweet saying hitting submissions on each other. Hashtag AAW Chicago. Follow me on TikTok or the replay on at five TV. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. So then what D.B. Richards shared on Twitter says, he says, what the heck is a, is a TikTok? I'm not going to swear as much because... <laughs> and I was like, uh-oh. And then somebody, I guess, who's... uh. Oh, who's also a fellow wrestler goes by the name Blackwood and uh he tweeted just stay away from it. It's not worth it. Davy Richards says good idea <laughs> Yeah. I somewhat agreed. <laughs> anyway, and then of course the between that uh he also just shared a tweet saying that hey everyone I'm have to drop out of the TPI this year. I'm on dad duty while mom goes and kills it at Ring of Honor. There is no way this is in no way IWA Mid-South's fault. They're going to have an amazing show and we'll have at the stretcher RM and at Freddie High on the card. Please go and support. Ah. That's nice. And if you guys don't know who's the mom he's referring to, he's referring to his ex, uh, his ex-wife. Yeah, his ex-wife, uh, Angelina Love. Of, of. And, yeah, because I had heard they got divorced, but they have a kid together. They're... Which is kind of crazy. Anyway, and then the course here is this next tweet. It says here, Yet another reason this in technology ticks me off. When med school went, vi went virtual, we had to take a profile picture. Probably is, probably is, I don't know how a webcam works. And so I am stuck with this pick for the rest of the year <laughs> and everybody's like enjoying this <laughs> it's, a, it's a picture of David Richards and it's like he looks like he's in shock or something you have to see it for yourself I, I, it's too funny what's going on with uh, David Richards um, the reason why I'm saying that also is because uh, Davey also found out that somebody tried to convince him to join this, um, platform called Cameo, which is, uh, that, uh, it's a website that you send money in to get a, a, a message from your favorite, uh, celebrity. Well, they tried to convince Davey to do this because, you know, he's a pro wrestler, but, I mean, there is something like a video recording message, and he can do it with pro wrestling tees, he's, if, he, if he's good with them, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, the pitch, the tweet of him sharing a picture is so too funny for me. <laughs> Yeah. <sighs>
Anyway, so, so yeah, I mean, this is just too funny to watching, uh, watching what, uh, Dee Ritchis is doing, <laughs> tweeting his frustrations with the technology. I mean, I can understand how he feels. I mean, sometimes you have to learn how to do, uh, I mean, to use, uh, technology, but I don't want to be mean towards him, but unless he ends up listening to this, sorry, Davey, but, uh, there's someone who could also, who also could understand about technology so good, and that is, uh, Colt Cabana, because, one, he's a couple years older than him, and two, he knows how to, uh, kind of run things, I mean, I mean, after all, he has a, besides having, uh, let's see, besides running his own merch site, his own pro wrestling tea store, which, which apparently he's the reason why a bunch of, why a bunch of wrestlers have great teas to get at, and is also is Chicago made, so there you go. (laughs) Yeah, so if you... Yeah, because all the, sh- the shirts are being sold, especially all the shirts that are being sold at uh, shopaew.com, or is it? Yeah, are all made by pro wrestling tees. And, uh, yeah, so <laughs> a lot of people, some people, were, especially because some people were so confused about uh, when uh, le- last weekend with the uh, charity match. The charity baseball game between, uh, or softball game, um, between, uh, Pro Wrestling Tees and uh, AEW, <laughs> you, despite it, despite of Colt switching sides, still AEW wins it. <laughs> and a lot of people were like wondering, some people actually should say, were confused about this, and they don't get it that cult is the reason why everybody has uh has at least their own t-shirt store <laughs> if you guys don't know the story um when cult was start running his own merch on his own website he needed t-shirts so he goes to, he ends up going to this business called one hour tees he's and they made t-shirts for him <laughs> so when he also had got his podcast running, which is the Art of Wrestling with Colt Cabana, he uh, had them as one of his uh, sponsors for the podcast. And now, since then, with the creation of Pro Wrestling Tees, um, how do I say this? Uh. Colt has been doing a lot of things. I mean, not only that, because he also has Twitter and Instagram. And yes, he runs his own YouTube channel. Uh, He has TikTok. And he's also on Twitch. I mean, when he's not doing wrestling stuff or posting uh, stuff for not just his, not just the art of wrestling but also uh, wrestling anonymous that have colors either if they could be wrestlers they could be wrestling fans to call in and tell their stories 
he's a cult to listen to and, you know, put his words in. Like, for instance, um, there's this fan and called in and says is that one day in, like, one time Dudley was in uh, New York City for their uh, show, show, and this fan somehow was at Toys R Us, us. And suddenly he he runs he ends up uh running into uh uh Brody Lee Lee and his uh, son and and I was like what <laughs> and and he's like sweating and he refers Brody Lee as his dating name Luke Harper and he says he sees this blonde kid and then he realizes it's young Brody I'm like you realize that's you realize that's <laughs> I was like, how the heck did you not know that that was, that was, uh, John and Amanda's son, Brody? I'm like, yeah. I was like, this guy had a weird experience me seeing Brody Lee and his son. I was like, yeah, that's gonna do it. <laughs> uh, though I didn't hear the rest, but. He, I think he did not want to be mean about it, <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, I mean, in order to explain this, what I'm trying to say is, like, somebody like Colt, who's in his early 40s, and someone like D.B. Richards in his late 30s can, you know, can still learn about stuff, but I guess not much for Davey, still much for Colt. <laughs> But anyway, guys, just do me a favor. Just don't, don't be, don't be mean towards Davey Richards. I'm asking you, you know, know, and you know, I it was kind of a little bit mean for me to compare him to Cabana, but you know, it just made me think about that, that you know. But anyway, um. So anyway, uh, so there are some other uh, stuff that I could talk. I'm going to talk about, but we'll be doing that right now with a little commercial break. We'll be right back. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay, so we're back, and let's get into our second topic, and then there's Mick Foley, um, calling out the WWE. Really. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. And in this, I would say, a minute video that he posted on his Facebook uh, uh, page, that he is very much disappointed with WWE since, I guess, since he saw what happened on, uh, what happened with the, all, with All Elite Wrestling's, uh, All Out pay-per-view, with the uh, three announcements of three wrestlers debuting thing, thing, in uh, for All Elite Wrestling. And Nick couldn't believe how it went. There were a lot of things went down, and especially with the, uh, uh, with everything, with and only I know there was tag team titles were just changed. And there were titles retained for uh, Miro, Dr. Britt Baker, 
er, uh, and for Kenny Omega. So, and why didn't Mick Foley, why didn't Mick Foley made a video about that and, and post it up onto Facebook? Well, I guess he had, he knows about this and he is very much upset. And I think I understand how the frustration is. Apparently, because it's not the only thing, because, um, thank you to the ladies of, uh, of, uh, ladies who was also, I guess, you could say, consider part of our friend group with, uh, my friend Rich and Carrie, I guess you could say, uh, one of them being Jacqueline Gulge, who's too... Who retreated, uh, Gentleman Jervis Cottonbelly, which I know he's a nice guy, but apparently, I think I may know who he really is without the mask. And it's another wrestler, goes by the name of, uh, Kevin Condroy. Condron. Condron, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, he tweeted this. Um, I'm not, just don't get mad at me if, if I'm wrong, but this is what German Jervis Cotton Valley said. He says, the days of big companies telling a wrestler who they are and should be in the ring are coming to an end. Wrestlers are the artists, companies are the curators, audience members are the customers, consumers, aficionados, and supporters. And then he, and then he, then he put underneath of it, CC tag Nick Foley. And I, th I think he's right. I hate to say it, he's right. And the reason why is because of what's been going on as of late, because of what Dirty's doing, and because they, because since they hired this guy Nick Khan, which by the way, no, he's not related to Tony Khan, just to make sure. Because I just want to put that out there, okay? <laughs> anyway, they hired this guy a, a, who ended up, well, kind of destroying, in, like, the whole entire Duddy roster. Uh, not to mention, there were, not to mention, I'm, since this whole entire pandemic went down, about, I don't know, say a hundred, over at least a hundred wrestlers, Indeed, got released, and that, and I understand that because because mostly they had to furlough some, but then it got out of control. Well, I mean, Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful had kind of kept track of how many wrestlers got released, and when the latest happened, everybody couldn't believe it. And then, of course, like Adam Cole got released, and like. It was crazy, but apparently Adam Cole found happiness in AEW, and it's because, well, of two reasons. Well, three, actually. Excuse me. The what are the three reasons? One, he, I'm pretty sure he was not much happy unless he was hanging out with, uh, with, uh, Austin Creed and the rest of, known as The Party. That's of it, the two of them, Austin Creed, uh, Adam Cole, Tyler Breeze, and uh, Cesaro. Oh, and that's what I'm going to say in my defense about that. But the other reason why is 
I think it's his other friends. No fun to you, Austin. It's then, uh, Breeze and you too, Claudia. But Adam's fr- Adam has other friends, and his other friends are well, the elite. Yes, as in K Omega, Nick Jackson, and Matt Jackson. Because I, I, maybe that's the reason what ha- what the creation of the party was. I guess for Adam to kind of cope it when he was in WWE, but then when they released them and got signed to Ollie Wrestling, I mean, he's back to his friends. I mean, no offense. No offense to you, Austin Creed, or Tyler Breeze, or uh, Claudio. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's nothing wrong with you three. It's just that I think he misses his friends that he, he had traveled with before signing with WWE, and I don't blame him. Yeah. I mean, it's not just, well, Kenny, Nick, and Matt. That's reason number two. Reason number three is his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, if you guys don't know, Adam's girlfriend, Dr. Britt Breaker, the women's champion, and also, I would say she's also much of his dentist as any of some of the other wrestlers' dentists as well. Yeah, in other words, words I think he also misses being with his girlfriend. And if that's the case, then so be it. I mean, I'm just glad to see him happy. And, of course, and he's also streaming on Twitch. And that's fine. That's fine with me. I mean, I'm glad for him. You know, and that's a good thing for for Adam. Now, I know a lot of others saying, well, what about the rest of the party? Well, of course, Tyler Breeze is also not wrestling in WWE anymore. At least with Austin Creed and Claudio Castagnoli, Ike Cesaro. And I, and I don't know how much, uh, un- much understanding how things would happen. I mean... And let me explain why. For, I mean, I don't know how long this would be because of what's going on. Because uh, the fans are very much upset with WWE in the last couple of years or so. I think since since they tried to put Claudio as a main inventor and then just shove him back into a tag team. I mean... I mean, and especially I have, and especially I have been issues with, uh, with going on with Daddy and how they treated Claudio, you know, especially when they had an opportunity, not once, but two times, to bring up his former trainer and former tag team partner, Chris Hero, you know, up, up in the main roster, and, and they could have done was a freaking feud between the two of them. And on top of that, they could have slapped the tag belts on them. Said no. They push him instead. They pushed Claudio instead. And everything kind of fell apart. And I know most of you guys who are having, or know much about Deadity or now also with other wrestling uh, companies and promotions are wondering what does Claudio Castanelli and Chris Hero have to do with the current state of WWE? And why should they be, you know, a team? Because, uh, well, because one, uh, they've been, they know each other for a, 
for a lot on time. Uh, two, um, they have been tag team champions. And, and I will go to a war and say against anybody thinking if somebody says to me, Oh no, Shimmer's a great tag team partner for Claudio. Or, uh, or, or Shinsuke Nakamura. Or even, uh, what's, uh, what's his, or Jake Hager. Or TJ Wilson. I'm like, really? That's your best? No, no, no. No, no, no. See, Jake, Jake's really more happy right now being part of Chris Jericho's inner circle. Well, in AEW. But in my defense is, why do I feel like somebody who's a great tag team partner and it ends up his former trainer, Chris Hero? That's uh, because they've been, they've been tag teaming for quite a while. They won tag team belts in Ring of Honor, in CCW, in Shikara. I think even then, uh, Insane Clown Bucks, uh, Juggalo Championship Wrestling, and, uh, you know, and plus they end up fighting against each other. And if you ask any wrestling fan who knows about their past together, they would agree with me. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. If they don't, if they, if they don't, and if they were like me and don't care much about their tag team partners, I mean, the tag team partners Claudio had, because of how stupid Duddy went. I mean, sure. And I will go crazy about this. But, either way, I hate to say this, but Mick Foley is nailing onto something. As much as I can say it. And, you know, it's just that I feel like Duddy's lack of creativity is falling. I mean, it's bad enough they had to recycle storylines that done years ago. Now, as for all the wrestling, yeah, they're coming up with new things, and sometimes they use <laughs> they're using some of these old storylines. But I mean, they bring freshness because they have they have the talent. I mean, yeah, sure, you can argue me saying, well, what up? so what's the deal with Brian Danielson, said or Sam Punk or. Paul White or Mark Henry, blah blah blah. They're there because not only because they're trying to entertain us again, but they also want to help out the younger talent, and that's what it is. I mean, after all, <laughs> after all, um, <laughs> I mean, despite the uh, he beat against he beat Darby Allen, and uh, Punk really kind of ended up. Given respect for uh, uh, Darby Allen, and I'm pretty sure that maybe this upcoming AEW Dynamite, uh, they'll probably be feuding with Sting uh, against the uh, 2.0 and Danny Garcia, Daniel Garcia. Sorry, sorry, and uh, <laughs> and of course, probably they may also have to deal with the wrath of uh, Brian Danielson. Of course, somebody's trying to turn this into a joke, and that's probably Danielson. I mean, and, and there's only, and plus, you know, I mean, we may also see the, uh, the elite eight of the, 
original four members of the elite, eight of Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and uh, Adam Cole in the tag team match, in maybe against uh, uh, Christian Cage, Brian Danielson, and uh, Jungle Express, Saints Mark and Stunt, who's blessing hanging out with the Nature Boy Ric Flair. Which uh, Flair tweeted on Twitter that uh, Marcus Stunt is the new uh, <laughs> little na- niche. <laughs> if you guys don't know about that, uh, and if you guys thinking it's uh, something really dirty, no, it's not. It's just something kind of fun, and 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 uh, Rick just wanted to teach the young. Um, um, and I know most of you guys are saying, why the heck is Ric Flair hanging out with, uh, with the AEW roster and not with his daughter there, uh, Ashley Flair, a.k.a. Charlotte? Well, it's because he's actually there, uh, not only to hang out with the younger talent, but it's actually because of his, uh, his, uh, future son-in-law, uh, Andrade, hey, um, it's is there. I mean, makes sense. But his daughter is still with Daddy. And though, actually, I, I'm, I always wanted to see what the heck's going on with her. I mean, ever since the fiasco of the early, in the storylines earlier this year for her and her father was embarrassing. And what I mean by it is, um, it's just that what happened was um, they tried to make it so awkward and so inappropriate. What happened is, because, um, and the reason why I'm saying this is awkward and inappropriate is because it was not something that, you know, how good it was. And and even though I found out that Ric Flair was not, ha- was not like that either, and... You know, but seeing him hanging out with Marcus Stunt make him look like he's feeling much bad, better because, you know. And what it was, was, um, I was, and if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the storyline that, uh, Dirty did upon both, uh, both, uh, Ashley and her father, Rick, and another wrestler, uh, Lacey Evans, which, by the way, yeah, she's, um, pregnant, and, uh, I don't know when she's supposed to do it. I don't know, maybe she's due, uh, this month or next month, I don't know, but I can tell you right now, her pregnancy is really going well, oh, I mean, she's also trying to, um, not only she's trying to take it easy, I mean, she's spending time with her husband, and, and they're daughter while their second daughter is about to be born soon. And, uh, I'm just saying this because, you know, I feel really awful for, uh, for, um, what happened. And the other thing I was worried about was, um, not only about, uh, about, uh, Lacey Evans' is, uh, as a wrestler, but I was also concerned about her daughter, Summer, and her husband, Alfonso, 
Oh, and yes, I just looked it up on Instagram. If you guys want to follow uh, Lacey, she's her Twitter. No, her Instagram account is uh, Lacey Evans WWE. And 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 believe me, it's verified because I can see the blue check mark. And uh, also, it has her the slate name, which is her real name, Nisi Australia. Ah. So yes. I, that's what I'm just saying in defense, because I was not only, well, not only because I'm concerned about Summer and Alfonso for, uh, Lacey's sake, but also for, 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 uh, for Ashley and for Charlotte because of, well, Andrade and also, so, uh, Rick's fifth wife, Wendy, as well. I mean, I'm sure they all can understand, but this was the ridiculous, most awkward, embarrassing thing ever they try to do to to it just for a storyline. But I'm just glad that uh, that was shut down when uh, Lacey revealed that she was pregnant and she needed time away from it, and I don't think it's a good idea to force this storyline to continue. I mean, it's going to be very awkward, and the reason why was, well, what Ric Flair had shared once he got out of, once he got released from WWE, uh, yeah, you know, it's crazy that he has a contract, but it's a Legends contract, I guess you can say, but... What I mean by was that I read somewhere, it probably was on Fightful, um, Rick was what embar- Rick felt very much uncomfortable in that storyline, and I don't blame him. Seriously. So, yeah. I, uh, yeah, so about the situation with Rick is, I don't blame Rick about what he had done. And even now, he's gladly, you know, have gotten a lot of support so much, as far as I can say. I mean, after all, um, Rick ended up showing up at the uh, National Wrestling Alliance 73rd anniversary show. Oh, and he got the chance to speak before the main event went down. Um, Thanks a lot to uh, Billy Corgan. Yes, the Billy Corgan, the man who is the uh, lead singer of the Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> I just wanted to just clarify for everybody out there. Uh, yes, he owns owns the uh, National Wrestling Alliance. Anyway, uh, and he is <laughs> the uh, you can say the authority for it. Anyway. Um, Rick thanks uh, Billy Corgan to give him a chance to speak, and he talk about uh, he thanking uh, Benson Man, he thanked Triple H, he thanked Shawn Michaels, he thanked almost nearly every wrestler that he kind of know of, and then he talked about he named he he name dropped. Rick Randy Orton for some reason I don't know why, and then of course they met, and of course he mentioned of his daughter there, and you know he talked about his run at the uh, his uh, his runs at 
the uh, National Wrestling Alliance um, Heavyweight Championship that he had. And he also talked about, uh, I guess, you know, other things. And then, of course, he mentions he's going to have some, uh, he's going to have some drinks with Tony Khan. I'm like, what, Rick? <laughs> yeah, I read this this on uh, Fightful. Somebody posted the results, and of course, after uh, Rick showed up, uh, the main event went down, and uh, sure enough, Rick was there <laughs> to see who won, and it turns out it was uh, Trevor Murdoch beating Nick Aldis, and I was like, no freaking way. It's a, it's Trevor Murdoch. I'm like, I was like shocked that I thought Nick was going to retain it. But sure enough, uh, I guess probably because of Ric Flair being there. And I guess Billy Corgan wanted somebody else to have that opportunity. And I guess he saw that in Trevor Murdoch. And I will go in defense saying, yeah, Trevor Murdoch deserved this. Because why? He never had anything like this in WWE. And I'll say that because I know, because I had seen Trevor's run and on the Raw roster. And it was kind of, and kind of sad. Not just for me, but for Trevor. And I and when I heard that he won, and I mean I couldn't believe it. And of course, when Trevor got interviewed the next day, uh, he says that he had two 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 people on his mind. Well, not people, two men on his mind. Uh, and I don't want to sound like uh, kind of awkward, but there was two people. Well, two sorry. There were two men on his mind. One of them is his former trainer. Of course, all I see on the when I saw the comments on on sorry when I saw the tweets about Charles Murdoch winning, they formed Harley Race as his mentor. That's very much incorrect. Harley Race trained him. So nice try. Hi. It's not as his mentor, it's his former trainer. He trained in Trevor. So, yes. Har yes, Trevor Murdoch was thinking about his former trainer, Harley Race, who had uh, passed away. And it was very sad because he, well, because one, he was getting old. Two, he had just. L uh, lost his wife, if if I'm talking about Harley Race, not Trevor Murdoch. Of course, uh, of course, Trevor Murdoch's wife's still alive. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, but but it's not just Harley Race who he's thinking of. There was somebody else else Trevor Menton. And if you haven't heard to the podcast a couple the couple of hot tests before uh, this one, yeah. <coughs> I mean, Trevor also was thinking about his former tag team partner, who also had passed away, Lance Cade. And sure enough, I can understand, because 
uh, Trevor misses him, and as much as I do too. I mean, I mean, because I will say that in defense, because again, this is about somebody who has been together with him in their daily career before uh, things went completely uh, weird. So, yes, what I'm just saying is, yes, I'm talking about Trevor, when I'm talking about Trevor Murdoch, yes, I will contest that his time in Dunity was not that good. I mean, I mean, he teamed up with, he was, he was uh, teaming up with Lance Cade, and this is when uh, he got, uh, actually, how do I explain this? He got it was because he was getting repackaged um, because he because Lance Cade had his first his uh, first taste of the main roster before he was sent back to uh, OVW and uh, it was when he was teaming up with uh, what's his name Mark Ginger no yeah, Mark Ginger, actually. And, uh... They never had an offer... They didn't have an... Uh, and they had to change his name because of... Lance Storm. Go fake. I mean, if you... If you if, and I will say, it's like... I guess if you wrestle... If your name is Lance something... You had to have your name changed because I guess Daddy only wanted one, and that was uh, <laughs> Lance Storm, <laughs> and, and he was on the roster. <laughs> I mean, of course, <laughs> actually, I think <laughs> I think there was, and I think there was another reason why, because not only because of Lance Storm, because actually what happened was when I it's on it's on you, I don't know if it's on YouTube or it's somewhere on on somewhere on the internet. There's a video show of Lance Storm versus Lance Cade and Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Costed the match for him. <laughs> oh, oh, the irony. <laughs> but yes, I mean, yes, Stone Cold Steve Austin cost Lance Storm the match. And, uh, and, uh, sure enough, uh, I think those in commentary were so confused on what, who they're going to say, but they could have just gone by their last names. <laughs> but yeah, and then of course, uh, he was, when he was uh, teaming up with Mark Jindrak, they had to change his uh, name, and uh, sure enough, after uh, they were both um, after, of course, uh, I should say, after the, uh, brand split happened and, uh, Kate ended up back in OVW, that's when he got repackaged, allowed to be known as Lance Kate yet again, because that's what he was running, especially when he was trained by Shawn Michaels, and sure enough, uh, ended up in, uh, 
brought back in WWE after Storm had left, um, teaming up with Trevor Murdoch, uh, winning the tag team titles, uh, three times. And yes, I mean three times. It should have been two, but there's an explanation about that. So, what happened was, they had their first run at the uh, tag team titles back in 2005. Hey, um, I forget who they, they defeat, won it from and lose it to. They did that. Um, then they, they, they broke Oak, Oak, and, uh, Trevor was put on to, uh, put on to the sec, put on to, uh, on to the, uh, Raw's, uh, sister show, Heat, while Lance was, had a chance to be on, uh, Boy, this is really kind of crazy to talk about. Um, on to uh, the main roster, you know, the fight. But then they started to reunite together er, sometime later on in 2006. I remember that time Lance Cade had his hair dyed. Because it turns out he was not originally a blonde and his hair was black. Um... Then I saw those two teaming up again. Uh, they also went after, uh, they also went after, uh, um, they got into a slight into a feud with, uh, DX with the help of the McMahon men. Yeah, Shane McMahon and Vince McMahon. Because they were feuding against DX in all of 2006. And sure enough, Caden Murdoch was brought into the the feud. So it was it was really crazy to watch uh, seeing Shawn Michaels and uh, Triple H go at each go after Caden uh, Murdoch, and they're all in, and they're all in blue jeans and and. Uh, and I don't know why this makes me feel like it was a good memory of this match, but the funniest part was that both Shawn Michaels and Lance Cade were both in wearing cowboy boots. I'm like, jeez, man. <laughs> that was that was the that was the weird thing about the straight fight match at was was any was. Those two. <laughs> sure enough, I and I remembered that DX defeated them, but it was kind of funny how they all wearing, both of them were wearing cowboy boots. So, uh, Adam Page, if you heard me, if you ever get into a street match, street fight match in AEW, make sure you wear cowboy boots. <laughs> Anyway, so, so yeah, it was too it was too funny that I remember that part. But sure enough, um, then uh, then of course, um, uh, by two thousand seven, uh, I remember that Cade had his head dyed 
that to blonde and got it cut. And, uh, that's when, um, they, and apparently they got new ring gear. And I remember now because of that and, um, and of course they end up going for the tag titles, um, which they, I think they won it off the hardest. Then I know they ended up, and this is how it went. For their second, even though they should have lost, they should not lose the tag titles until they had a ch until the, until Karen when they had foot against Cody Rhodes and uh, and Bob Holly. But it was actually this is how it happened. I remember they won the tag team titles. I think it is from Matt and Jeff Hardy. They um. They lost the tag team titles on their South African tour. Go fig. Yeah, guess who had the tag belts? Brian Kendrick and Paul London. <laughs> they had those they had the tag belts uh, during the during the rest of the tour in, uh, of South Africa until the last, I guess it was the last show. South Africa came right up, got the tag team title belts back from them. <laughs> and yes, by the way, it was accepted. So apparently, so that's what it was. I mean, so to understand this, Trevor Murdoch is a former three-time uh tag team champion. And yeah. I, I, I should say world tag team champion. So, yeah. It's true. So, now, because of that, when, of course, the, everything happened, and now, he's the, now he's representing the National Wrestling Alliance. Sheesh. <coughs> I mean, yeah, Duddy did not do any favors for anybody. And it's not just Kane Murdoch, I mean, it's also Deuce and Domino, and and Cherry as well. I mean, they they were a cool tag team until things went south. Else for everybody, I mean, especially because they got they got the Miz's wife, because at that time she was not um, in a relationship with him, um, or have any kids with him yet. <laughs> um... She ended up managing... I don't know why I don't remember this. But she somehow managed them. And then... Of course, there was... Of course, and what they did to... Uh, Cherry was... Awful. I mean, they kept her... Let her wear uh, the ring gear... That she always wears... When she accompanies... Uh, Deuce and Donald. But they did not give her a... Healthy... Uh, chance to go solo and have a chance to become the, the women's champion. And that was really disappointing in me for me to see that happen to her. Sorry, I'm just dealing with stuff. But yeah. So, and that's why I would and they didn't do anything for uh, Domino which is now he goes by Cliff Compton. And, uh, you know, I mean, Ring of Honor kind of gave him a chance to, 
uh, to get himself looking better. But, uh, that didn't go so well either, I guess. So, yeah. So, and, I mean, and, yes, I will say this. Even though they're, like, treating his sister with sister, and I, <coughs> excuse me, excuse me a moment. <coughs> even though he treated his, even though right now they kind of somewhat treating his uh, sister for the best, they kind of did not do good for for a uh, deuce. And what I mean by sister, I'm talking about his sister Tamina. You know. And yes, I said this in the past before in podcast. Yes. As Deuce Shades. Or he's also was wrestled as uh, also Slim Snooker. Is Jimmy the Snooker Jr. Or he is the son of Jimmy the Superfly Snooker. His sister wrestles as Tamina. And yes, I mean, and I'm even though I'm more angry at Dirty for not much treating than Jimmy Jr. Yeah. The only thing they just gave for him was letting him and Cliff wrestle against Sergeant Slaughter and Jimmy's father. I'm like, what the? <laughs> and that was that, uh, Vengeance Native Champions, which is was very kind of crazy to say the least. And uh, yeah, if you guys don't know, um, like I said, unless you listen to the podcast, um, previous episodes, yes, um, <laughs> what happened was Deuce and Domino wrestled, um, I don't know if I did say that, uh, wrestled against, uh, Wrestle against Sergeant Slaughter and Jimmy Superfly Sluka. In other words, we had to watch Father versus Son in a tag team match. <laughs> of course, at, of course, when Deuce and Domino won after the match, Domino goes tagging uh, Deuce's father, and Deuce goes tag Sergeant Slaughter before they got uh, attacked by uh, some other uh, dirty legends. And sure enough, I'm like, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> I mean, but sure enough. <laughs> and I know people are going to say to me, like, well, that was years ago. There's no way he is. I'm like, yeah, I, he is. I mean, the reason why I'm saying that is because I do follow uh, Jimmy Jr. on, t- on uh, Instagram. And sure enough... He, uh, um, he sh- does look like his, uh, does definitely look like his father. It's crazy enough as it is, but it's true. And because, not only that, because there's also, I mean, because I can, I mean, yes, I can defend it. And sure enough, <laughs> he got older, and sure enough, 
I mean, if you look, look, he definitely looks like his father. And I will say that. <laughs> and sure enough, like, nobody can believe that. And as for his sister, uh, his sister Sharon, uh, aka Tamina, I mean, sh sh <laughs> sure enough, of, I mean, Serena's uh, jacket she wears when she's entered the ring, especially because she's won half of the tag team champions with uh, Natalie Neinhart. Uh, <laughs> her jacket. It's it's reminding me of uh, I don't know if she's still wearing it, but looking at some of her, I guess I guess uh, her commercials she does, but the jacket she wears reminds me of her brothers. Hers. So sure enough, you can say that uh, Sorota is thinking about her brother. Her. So. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so. So yes, what I'm just saying in defense of this all is, yes, there are a lot of things happening, and sure enough, that's what I mean by. I mean, there are a lot of things been going on, but you know how badly enough Duddy went, and yet sure enough, things are like how it is. But from what. From what I can say, what Mick Foley had just summarized, yes, Mick Foley's disappointed with Daddy, and sure enough, uh, I would agree with him. And even though, I guess, even though Mick doesn't know what's going on with Daddy, since somehow they ended up um, getting uh, uh, Olympic uh uh, how do I say this? Uh, Daddy signed in. Uh, even though a lot of fans are going to get mad about this, but Daddy signed Olympic. Oh, what's his name? Gabe something. Ugh. Gable Stevenson. Yeah, that's his name. Gable Stevenson. Which, who was... Who just won a gold medal at the... Uh, that the uh twenty twenty it won Tokyo Olympics and now he got signed to WWE. I know it's shocking but it's really weird.
but yeah, I mean, and you know, and no offense f towards uh, Gable, I mean, it's gonna be very weird for him, and because I feel like I feel awful for him because they signed him to join WWE without doing something that I will just say in defense of this, but <coughs> um, I feel like he does want to push like he can do he does like he could uh pursue being a pro wrestler but uh I feel like he needs a little seasoning. No offense to him, but I'm just I understand that he wants to do something like that. And s sure enough, I mean, he did also tweet things out like Like, he's like, Kurt, he feels like he's almost to that compared to that of Kurt Angle. Oh, <laughs> sure enough. <laughs> it's just something what's scary enough what Daddy's pulling, but... So, yes, if you guys are mad about why Daddy's not pursuing any more of indie wrestlers, well, there's your explanation. <laughs> but sure enough, um, to say the least, I feel like What Mick Foley had just summarized is how I'm feeling in this almost hour, nearly almost, at, well, almost an hour uh, rant about how I feel about what Daddy had done with the wrestlers. And sure enough, I mean, it's bad enough. So anyway, I'm going to go into another commercial break, but when we return, we can talk about something else. That uh, did not, that I need not to go through. But we'll be right back. Okay, okay. Okay, I'm gonna make this better now is talk about the adventures of, of Emmy Sakura and Lil Pencil, episode number two. Having lunch with Rio. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm starting to check out some. So, Emmy Sakura shared a, uh, a small clip of, of, on Twitter, and she tweeted, I had lunch with Rio in Chicago. Long time to see. Hashtag Pencil Army. And, of course, Excalibur liked it. <laughs> Thanks, Twitter, to tell me who liked this. And, sure enough, it's Excalibur. And it looks like, t from the video clip, uh... Riho, Ro, Emmy, and uh, Lulu are having lunch together, and I'm trying to figure out where they're at. I, I think I can tell they're at Red Robin. <laughs> yeah, and then of course they, um, when I was Lulu and uh, Rio got some burgers, and Emmy's eating a salad, and then of course they all start over at Starbucks to get their drinks. And sure enough, then they all sit down. 
<laughs> and if I can describe what the what the Lulu and uh, Rio are wearing, um, Rio looks like she is very much relaxed in uh, in uh, a, it looks like to me uh, some kind of sh uh, sh shirt or one of those fancy kind of shirts she has pants and you know what she was also wearing she was wearing um it looks like to me some kind of fuzzy uh slippers but they look like sandals <laughs> And and as for uh, Lulu, she's wearing uh, sneakers, uh, blue jeans, and she's wearing the uh, Choco Pro uh, T-shirt in her color, favorite color, pink. So, yeah. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the Starbucks employee realized where they're coming from, since I'm pretty sure they saw Rio, what was Rio wearing. Yeah, and um, I, even though I don't know what uh, Emmy was wearing because she was behind the camera filming their their time together, so it's really kind of cool. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so if you guys don't know, if you guys ever want to follow Emmy, uh, she's on Twitter at Emmy Me Sakura underscore GT. And V, which apparently it is now verified. I. <laughs> and I guess at her home. <laughs> I guess she's back home in the Florida. <laughs> and I guess, uh,. <laughs> I guess they're still cooking. I guess they're still trying to understand how to cook things. <laughs> Especially now, I guess. <laughs> Since they're trying to learn, to learn how to do things in the United States. And I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're all happy. <laughs> so, anyway, I guess from what I can say is, uh, for what's going on with Emmy, I mean, she is kind of enjoying, uh, I guess living the, living, um, the American lifestyle. Little for her and for Lulu, and it's kind of cool to see that's happening. Now I now I know what you guys are going to be asking me about about what is she doing in AEW? I mean, well she is, so she's trying to become um, the next, uh, hopefully the next AEW Women's Champion. I mean, I would love to see her. Or face against whoever is going to win the uh, AEW Women's Championship between the doctor herself, Dr. Brett Baker, her, who is the current champion, and uh, Ruby Soho. 
that's gonna be fun. <laughs> um, I don't know when that will go down, but I'll let you guys know. And uh, also, but yeah, all, but uh, also, I I'm just glad to see that you know with uh, Emmy and Lulu, like trying to understand what is going on, trying to learn things about the uh, learning about American stuff for for good is really kind of fun but anyway so about Emmy's uh giving she's acting like she is a royalty as like a queen and and she has Lulu as her servant and (laughs) so it's really kind of cool seeing what's going on with the two of them. Um, despite that, outside of being at AEW, you know, the two of them are how they are. Which is makes me happy to see how that's going on, on for uh, Emmy Sakura. So, what do I, what will we expect to see with... Emmy and Lulu. Probably lots, but I'm glad that the girls are where they are at, at in America and trying to understand American stuff. Oh, and sure enough, I know a lot of people are kind of much helping her out. But sure enough, oh, if I do have, if I had luck. Uh, gift cards in my possession. I would definitely retreat Emmy and Lulu out for like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Or, I mean, sure enough, I could. I mean, after all, I mean, so far I can tell like f- from their um post on from Emmy's post on uh, Twitter, she loves um. I guess she, you can say she so far loves having Walla coffee, uh, the Walla Sizzly. If you guys don't know what it is, uh, the Walla Sizzly, it's actually a breakfast sandwich that's, uh, it's made in Walla. Uh, it comes in, uh, you can have whatever bread you want you, and whatever lunch, uh, whatever breakfast meat you want and whatever on egg. Um, I can tell that. I think also, oh, I guess Lulu and... Lulu loves eating, I guess, Red Robin burgers, and Emmy likes their salad. <laughs> and so, so you know, I can tell from that. That was really cool to see how the girls are going. And sure enough, they also love drinking Starbucks. I don't, I don't blame them. <laughs> uh, actually, kind of one of my favorites, I guess you can say. Going to Starbucks because of their stinking reward stuff. But I'm but I'm glad to see that um see things going on and uh for uh for uh Rio and uh, <coughs> for especially seeing Rio reunited with her uh <coughs> excuse me uh, with her former trainer or uh, Having lunch together, there. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So I guess you can say for Emmy and for Lulu, um, I guess they kind of join being living in the United States. I mean, I haven't seen uh, much trouble for them, but if there is trouble, understand, I will come guns a-blazing. In other words, I will go to war against anybody who treats Emmy and Lulu badly. And I know there are a lot of other wrestling fans who would feel the same. But sure enough, I just don't want to see anybody go after Emmy and Lulu. Alright. So, yeah. So we'll be right back after these matches uh, to see if I can find any more topics. And sure enough, my final thoughts. Okay? Okay. Alright, so to capping off for this episode, let's go with a couple of topics. So apparently, I don't know if you guys have heard, but Triple H, uh, Keith Lee, and Kringle are all trending as of the last 24 hours or so. And for some awful and some good reasons. Or, well, actually, I should say they're kind of awful. But nevertheless, let me break it down. So why on earth was Triple H trending, like, yesterday or the day before, I should say, I think? Well, the reason why was, well, Triple H ended up getting surgery for a genetic heart issue. Ew. Genetic heart health issue. Because, I guess you could say, is in order to prevent him to have, uh... One of the situations of a heart attack in the near future for him, uh, <laughs> he needed to have that. I guess you could say, <sighs> or I don't know, or something like that. But what happened was, Daddy sent out a statement and saying that uh, he is in the hospital and he's getting treatment. Although, when I had to Google search the place, and by the way, be careful if you do this, but when I searched where he was staying at, uh, it got a crazy Google review of less, uh, nearly almost three stars. And it's mostly complaints about, about what's been going on, but I'm just hoping he's getting the best of treatment that and, and I probably Google searched the wrong kind of hospital that there was mentioned. Uh, but anyway, uh, um, so yes. So apparently everybody was being nice about this. Although there are some buttheads are trying to turn this into a complete joke. And um, some of them are being called out for this. But I haven't seen anything about that, but... I'm sure no. I'm sure that he's probably gonna get better soon. So glad to hear that. Now the last time I kind of report this kind of stuff, I actually was talking about the road dog, uh, Brian James, and I forgot to let you guys know because I had to deal with so much. I was dealing with so much of sleepiness and being lazy, but uh, you know Brian. J- he must have got out of the hospital, and I was glad he was doing better. There, there. I had to learn this off from his uh, brother, who's. Uh, I think he's still a. I think he's still a, a referee. Scott Armstrong. <laughs> if you guys didn't know, uh, yeah, uh, Scott Armstrong and uh, Brian James are brothers. Thurs. Although, Armstrong is. 
the is uh is the wrestling family name, but the real last names are James. So it's uh it's so confusing to explain, but yeah, so now it's Triple H who's in the hospital and I'm pretty sure he'll be better. Of course there of course there are a lot there are some wrestlers there's who wish him well, including uh, Andrade and his uh, soon-to-be father-in-law, uh, Ric Flair, wished uh, Triple H to get better. And, of course, uh, <laughs> Andrade's uh, fiance and Ric Flair's daughter, Charlotte, liked what what her, her men said. Um, apparently, uh, uh, Mustafa Ali... Uh, tweeted out on Twitter that uh, about something that uh, Triple H did, had because what happened was when uh, when his wife was was when his wife was pregnant, um, she had to stay in Chicago while he had to move out to uh, Orlando uh, because of him trying to get a uh, being into Dirty uh, NXT. But Triple H, the kind that he, kind man that he is, ended up letting, uh, letting him to, let Ali to go back home um, to be with his wife, if when the baby was due. And he says, "Go back, living in Chicago." And it was the only thing he said, I guess you could say. Um, now I know another thing is why on earth was Kurt Angle trending? Well, it's nothing much have to do with Kurt Angle, but it's somewhat, to say the least. It's because, if you don't know, um, this Olympian goes by the name of Gable Stevenson. Apparently, him and his brother both are signed with a contract with WWE. And because of that, some people, some of them are nearly why it calls the trending or like thinking about Kurt Angle for some reason. I mean, yes, we all know Kurt Angle is the first Olympian to sign a contract with WWE, but <laughs> I just still don't get why he's, they ended up trending him. Yeah. You know, so if you guys were wondering what's going on with Kurt Angle, it's just that WWE was just announcing about about Gable Stevenson and his brother. And, you know, and it's best if we just trend him and not Kurt Angle for some reason. I mean, come on. That's just, 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 that's just plain stupid, okay? And now, another reason. Why was Keith Lee trending? Well, let's say the least, we don't know nothing about actually him and Mia Yim. This is more of a rumor that was starting to spread courtesy of Dave Meltzer and that uh, Dirt Sheet website, Ringside Nudes, was kind of ended up amplifying it and caused a freaking trend. But if you guys don't know what why Keith Lee was trending, well, apparently, according to the rumors, there's from one Dave Meltzer, uh, they said, there was, a, they said that he said that Adam Cole, who's now in AEW with his friends and his girlfriend, uh, was 
offered to manage Keith Lee, and somehow I don't know why, I or how, but I guess they're I guess probably because I, I guess they want Adam Cole being in a management position versus being a pro wrestler, so I guess he let his contract expired, expired, and then he said, you know what? I'm going to go join my friends and my girlfriend at AEW. So, I don't know if that is the truth behind that, but if the explanation why Adam Cole left WWE for AEW, you just because of that? Of course, some people are questioning, like, oh, it's like, you're you're mad about that, but you're, you're fine of... of him, him and being the lackey to Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. I'm like... Dude, I almost said this. I said, Duke, shut up. First of all, Adam Cole is friends with Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. It's just they hadn't seen each other since Adam left. uh, Well, actually, Ring of Honor to, to go to WWE. And of course, around that time, Young Bucks... Kenny Omega was completely done with Ring of Honor, New Japan, and because of them starting up uh, all wrestling with Cody Rhodes, with Tony Khan, and you know, and how this all happened, you know, when AEW was starting up, Adam Cole was in WWE, and you know, and of course his girlfriend, Doctor Britt Breaker, who just signed with All Elite Wrestling. And sure enough, I was worried that she would would either go t- towards her. I thought she was going to jump, uh, um, to jump and be with her boyfriend. But instead, she didn't. She's the AEW Women's Champion, and her boyfriend decides to make the jump instead. And so now I don't know what. Would prompt Adam Cole not to resign, but for whatever whatever reason why Adam Cole left, it's probably something. But I would not suspect that it would be something that putting him be managing Keith Lee. I mean, if there's anybody who deserves to manage in Keith Lee or be with Keith Lee, it has to be with his fiance Mia Yim. I mean, it's plain simple. I mean. After all, she's such a great fiance, and I will say that because when I saw the uh, video that Keith Lee had done on YouTube and explaining what happened when he was uh, got sick, Mia took care of him, and you know, and that's and and she was and uh, that's the uh, explanation why she somewhat missed out the Royal Rumble because she got sick because she. Decided to take care of her boyfriend. I mean, her fiance. I'm gonna say her boyfriend. It's her fiance. Okay, sorry. Just wanted to recreate. I caught myself saying that, but you know, and if people are gonna get mad at Keith Lee because Mia missed something very important, grow up. You know, if I was in a relationship like that, I would choose. Is taking care of somebody that I love versus something to, you know, do work for, you know, and it's and so what if I get sick because of that, 
I mean, sure enough, uh, Mia probably took care of by herself, or Keith Lee did. So, yeah, so, so for all this kind of madness, nobody knows why Adam Cole did not decide to renew his contract with a with WWE. He's now at AEW with his friends, with his girlfriend, and that's plain simple. And if anybody's mad about saying, oh, he's being a lackey, I don't think so. Oh, if this is, if you're going to say that the Good Brothers, the Young Bucks, Adam Cole, Brandon Cutler, Michael Nakazawa, and even Don Callis are just lackeys for Kenny Omega, that's the lamest thing ever I heard of. I mean, I mean, come on. How? Why would Kenny would do something like that? Like that? These are his friends, and even though Callis is such a boomer, <laughs> and of course, every time I hear about it, oh, can you make it? Is the second generation of a wrestler? I'm like, really, Don? Really? I never heard Kenny spoke about that once. The only thing I know is his his uh, family. I think talked about pro wrestling because the I guess his somebody in his family was a fan of pro wrestling and introduced Kenny to it. And then of course since then I mean I mean the only thing happened for him was he really wanted to wrestle in Japan. And and he did that. I I mean especially teaming with uh uh Kota Ibushi and of course making friends with Michael Nakazawa you know, that's how it is. But I would hardly believe in this dang rumor from Dave Meltzer. I'm just going to say that if you're going to believe something like that, make sure, like, it's really true. But I, I wouldn't say that. And I know most of you guys will say, well, Lindsay, Dave Meltzer is a friend of the Young Bucks. True. But I don't think Meltzer would do that kind of stuff. And if he did that, then shame on him. Because that means he's... That means he's not much of a friend. And as Adam Cole is a friend to Young Bucks and to Kenny Omega. You know? And it, it was just... And I and I will say this. It was a reunion for all of them. Um, I mean, because after all... Oh, uh, you know, Adam misses his friends. And I'm pretty sure he misses his girlfriend. And and now they're all together on the screen. It's good, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, so so if you guys think that think that Adam Cole should stay with Daddy, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure he's not happy being there. So if he's happy being back happy being with his friends again. Sure, let it be. I mean, I know, and of course I know that Adam Cole says that he missed hanging out with uh, Claudio, Tyler Breeze, and Austin Creed. So, I mean, I, I get it. I mean, even though Tyler Breeze is not uh, no longer part of WWE, and I don't know how long before things go completely crazy with Daddy. I mean, I mean, I know that there are 
wrestlers who are kind of upset with the way what went down. I mean, sure, yeah, I think everybody's in shock about what went ha- what what happened at, at uh, All Out, AEW's All Out, but in the end to this madness is, uh, who's going to st- still prevail? And uh, so far, it's like, it's all about AEW. Especially, I'll say one other thing about this. I mean, my brother, I, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I'm going to be talking about my brother. <coughs> Excuse me. My brother has friends who are, who are, love to bowl. And some of them are revealed to be wrestling fans. And he found out on his Facebook friends, he noticed like, Oh, it's like everybody's talking about AEW because of what's going on, because of what happened, and of course what did happen with WWE. I'm like, yeah, John, I know. <laughs> I heard about this on Twitter because uh, I apparently followed nearly almost everybody, wrestling fans. Actually, if you guys want to know my truth about my Twitter account, I sh- both of my Twitter accounts. If you guys don't know. My where I tweet the most, which is the main one, which is Miss Lindsay Starr. Although I'm trying to change that to Lindsay Rogers, but I don't know if I should take the plunge or not. Um, the reason why I tweet on there is because mostly because I'm watching TV shows, and for my and for those who I follow on the Twitter, since my Twitter account. Let's see, how many do I follow? How many? I have, I at least follow over, well, let's just say I follow over 2,500 uh, Twitter accounts. Counts. And if you want to know how it is, um, it's really much divided by out <laughs> of TV shows. The actors, uh, actresses, uh, gaming, uh, and of course pro wrestling. So, yeah, I'm so weird. But yes, that's what it is. And of course my secondary account where I mostly share gaming stuff, I do follow... Uh, at least gaming thing. <laughs> Actually, originally my second my gaming uh, Twitter account was originally was supposed to be me venting about things, but decided to change it for gaming in the thing, which is kind of crazy if you ask me. <laughs> and of course, if you guys want to know what I mean by is what I tweeted something because of what ESPN says tweeted. It says, no easy decision here. Pick your all-time sports game in rotation. And I don't, and when I looked at this, I'm like, I'm not familiar with any of these games except for Steady Smackdown versus Raw 2007. Because apparently that's what I played for. <laughs> And, of course, when I tweet on my gaming account, I said, 
um, I don't know. Dirty SmackDown versus Raw was good because I could create myself as a wrestler and team up with my favorite wrestlers. Can't choose any other. <laughs> and then I quote tweet this and I said, oops. Well, long story short, tag team entrances was cool, sometimes awkward, if you know what to do. And, uh, and, uh, and uh, let me break this down. Um, if you've ever played any, I would say, if you ever played any of the uh, SmackDown vs. Raw, all, all, or now I should say the Dirty 2K games, <sighs> the entrances are really kind of cool in a way, if you know how to do it right. Because if you do it like, there's a the right way and then there's a the wrong way. The right way, I feel like, it's somebody who I feel is like taller and the other one's shorter. You know, get the idea. And then, but if you do it like the wrong way, it was like, say, someone shorter versus someone taller to put, so it's like, ugh. It's, it's just too weird, okay? And what I mean by, uh, there are entrances, but the ones like I really do like is how it's like you actually kind of dance. Although I wish I had a way to show you guys, but these days with uh, gaming and stuff, I mean, I would have to... Well, it will be weird, to say the least. Yes. Of course, uh, there's more to this. But I said here is, best thing about WWE SmackDown vs. Raw 2007, which I believe I did play that with the uh, PlayStation 2, was cool that I could do mixed tag team with the late Lance Cade. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was the only thing going on. Although, though I wish I had played the, uh, Daddy 2K games. Actually, the one that I would, would love to play was, uh, with, uh, Daddy 2... I forget what year is it. 2K12? 2K13? I don't know, it's one of the 2K games that had featuring both uh, Chris Hero and Claudio Castanoli as Cassiano and and uh, Cesaro, and I would have played both of them, them and just use them to make me feel better to play them together as a tag team. I know Duddy fans are going to be like, why would you want to put Cesaro and Ono together? Like, there's no reason why. And there are those who would do understand. If y'all know who I'm, t- y'all know who I'm talking about. <laughs> hashtag egg R O H. Hashtag K O W. Hashtag. Let's go, boys. <laughs> uh. But anyway, of course I continue on saying the only thing that was bad f- ad was that how everyone looked like. For example, John Morrison. They made him dark when he wasn't in real life. So I guess I can explain about that. John Morrison said, and yes, I do mean it at the <coughs> the uh, husband of of. I guess she's known as... I guess she is Frankie Money. That's how he said her name. 
I know there's the type of Valkyrie. I mean, seriously. How ridiculous uh, ring names get to being so corny. Anyway, yeah, her. Um, anyway, what happened was, when he was, happened was, in previous SmackDown vs. Raw games, until, I guess, the 2K games took over, um, they made John Morris that look very dark. <laughs> Legitimately dark. Alright. And even though, that was not how he was. And I will say that. That. <laughs> it was very awkward. I don't know who came up with that idea. I mean, there was some other things like... They did not catch up with, uh... Oh, yeah. Actually, <laughs> Actually, the reason I'm also remembering some of this is... What happened was... For the two... For, uh, Daddy Smackdown vs. Raw 2007... Was that... Around... Because this was supposed to be filling in of 2006. And some reason, they did not put... Uh, the late Lance Cade's hair black for some reason. Because around that time, he changed hair colors in 2006. Before he changed it back from blonde... Uh, from <laughs> Alright, let me put this the right way. In, in around 2006, Lance Cade ended up dyeing his hair from blonde to black. And then he dyed it back to blonde. I don't know what was the reason behind that, although he said that there was some kind of interview that Dudley had done that he was actually, he was, he actually had black hair, his, was his natural color, but then again, I don't know why he dyed it back to Bond. I mean, the only person who may understand that is, well... Well, his former tag team partner, who is currently the National Wrestling Alliance World Have World Champion, Trevor Murdoch. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> maybe Trevor could find out himself. But anyway, then I said in the end to this, I said, <coughs> I will say that I hope. Well, excuse <coughs> me. Let me try this again. I, I will say that I hope what AEW Games would do justice on the whole AEW roster. So, if you guys want to know what I said that, what I mean by is... Um, since I had found out... Since the uh, creation of AEW Games... And it was been hosted by Aubrey Edwards and I know Kevin Omega's somewhat involved, I guess you can say. Um, but, and, but what I mean by is, um, there's, there, I know they have some kind of, of, uh, project going, thing, and they're doing with, uh, Ukes, who was originally part of the, uh, Dirty Smackdown vs. Raw, uh, before uh, 2K took over, and then I don't know, they got removed immediately. But what I'm saying is that if if they can do 
if they can make things way better, or I mean, I think I saw somebody shared uh, a video clip of uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, what he looks like for an up for the upcoming AEW v game. I mean, that's good, by the way. I mean, <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> This, I mean, this is something that everybody will remember him by, as much as some would understand that he is the uh, son of the late, the late actor Luke Perry. But um, you know, I feel like it's good for him. But I'm just saying. That this better look good. And I mean, when I said they'd better do justice, I mean, seriously. Uh, excuse me. And, uh, yeah. So. <laughs> so, bottom line of this is what I'm trying to say is for a for what I'm trying to explain is um, for WWE he, there were some good things and then there were some bad things but like I said AEW is going to be crazy enough I mean after all with the whole entire situation about the all out out went down <laughs> anyway I hope you guys enjoyed this if you can please like, uh, please follow this. Please share this. And if you guys want to show support for me on, uh, to, you can send me, uh, support through donations through Cash App and Venmo as of right now until I can figure out what to do with the, uh, what I can do through, um, Anchor. Because I have to set up a payment and they want me to send out a check in check in account number and i have to go to uh i i was supposed to go to the bank but forgot as of late but anyway thank you all for listening i'll see you guys soon till then bye